good to be back. I'm so blessed to be back with my fucking season five of the Catnips Podcast. Me out. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite cat girl. It's your favorite cat lady, Lexi. And I'm in the house in Atlanta, like literally in the house. Recording our show and Sid is in her house in where? In California, in Los Angeles. Not on fire. Safe. No. Oof. That thing hot though. Sitting on the mark safe. <laughs> well, what's up? Welcome to episode two of our season. Um, you know, I love how every season has to have a word of the day and our word of the day for this week is um be as in broke break broke broken however you want to conjugate the word broke that's what we talking about today broke shit broke mindsets broken cycles and all fun things with it so my nigga my realest nigga when i hold my breath what do you think of the word broke so okay so when i think of the word broke um Actually, I was starting to sing Ari Lennox song, Broke, which is super cute. But honestly, the word broke is like something needs to be fixed. And maybe broke just means like edits, you know? Like we just need to make a couple edits. Cause we're not like, we can fix things, you know? Yeah. Um, so maybe like, I think that's a good way to to think about it. But um, cause even like when I'm feeling tight on cash, it's like, okay, what do I need to like change? What do like, I mean, <clears throat> I always believe that there's like a time and a place for everything. So some stuff needs to be broken. Some like windows when people try you and you got to break the windows out they car. Like, like generational curses have to be broken. Curses period need to be broken unless you're the one like casting it and then like, yeah, like hopefully it'll keep going. Um, but then some stuff needs to be unbroken and it needs to be healed. So it's a time and a place for everything. It just all depends on what you're trying to achieve. And it's like, sometimes you're going to have to break shit. Sometimes you're going to have to unbreak shit. It's all up to you. That is a good point because sometimes you do got to cut them ties and sever. Snip, 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 snip. For real. And look, so is Mercury retrograde? No, I'm lying. It's Mars retrograde. It's hella retrogrades going on right now. If you know anything about um, astrology right now, zodiacs, all that jazz, right now is the season where everything damn near is in retrograde. Jupiter and Saturn are finally coming out of retrograde. Mars just jumped in that hole to November. Mercury around the corner headed in. Um, Uranus in retrograde. But Chiron especially is like this little floating thing that's mm-hmm. outer space. I don't know if it's a planet or not. But anyway, it's in retrograde too. And it's the like entity of healing. So as long as it's in retrograde, people are going to have to go back into their emotional cycles, and life cycles, and past cycles, and history or whatever. And heal whatever the fuck ain't been healed. So that's going to feel like resetting bones, resetting emotional bones, re like redoing some of that shit that you thought you did it right nope time to evolve through that too like all of that is popping up right now and is mars retrograde right now so people are going to be pissed off while they're doing it so if people mad aggy about shit that's not your shit don't own it let them heal let them break their generational cycles let them break their bad behaviors 
and let's move on. Mm. It's not personal. Don't take it personal. Mm-mm. But can we please personally deport Joe Budden though? I have disliked Joe Budden for so long. Bitch, I had ever since Pump It Up stopped being a fun song in 2000. Seven? I, no, 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 no. Before that, girl. 2001 or two ish. I don't know how I don't know how he's been able to maintain this longevity for doing nothing, for adding nothing. But that is male privilege. <clears throat> no, you know what that is? That is black male privilege. Cause black men is all men, but black men is like their raunchy, violent behavior is like their immature behavior. Their toxic masculinity is like we crave it until it's until it's like whoa you you masturbating dogs you know you you jacking off dogs like then now we gotta call Peter now now we're now we're offended but you know what I'm saying but like we knew this nigga was toxic we knew this 14 loving hip hops ago like. Oh, that's what it was. He was on Love and Hip Hop. I'm like, damn, what did he do? He was on Love and Hip Hop for a minute. <laughs> what did like, he what do? What did he do? Do you know what, what he did, the, America? Was it the podcast the whole time? I like really forgot. But you know what? Joe Budden has had a history of being abusive um, with other women. And like he caused a woman to miscarriage. And now what Lexi is referencing with the jerking off of the dog, um, his more recent boo has put out like divorce papers saying that basically saying that he does not know boundaries um and also in the document she says that nobody kisses my son in the mouth i told him that this is inappropriate and he continues to do that like whatever like that they, they, them as a family they gotta that's debatable. That's right that's debatable. but then she goes on to say like he also does not respect boundaries because he likes to touch the dog's private parts and he also talks about masturbating and then later a video comes out with Joe Budden talking about how he feels like it's his responsibility to get his dog off because there are no bitches. But I think, like you said, that's debatable with like kissing your son in the mouth. Like that's like jumping A to like Z to backwards. Like that, that has nothing to do with him molesting the dog. Nope, not at all. I want to push it away. You can't see me, but... No, we can't see you. This is recording. That's her physically pushing it away, America. That's her separating the topics. Ah! Ah! The struggle! (laughs) The weight of... The weight of toxic masculinity is weighing in on her. Listen. Dies. No. Dies. Oh, no. No, be safe, Sydney. But seriously, like... How many black men do we know? And it's, you know what? And if you know anything about me, I'm not on this niggas ain't shit stuff. I'm not that type of girl. Like, niggas is my niggas. Niggas is my hoes. Like, I'm, I'm with you. Nope. <laughs> me blunto is me blunto. Like, that's what, that's what I got. <laughs> but what I am going to say is like, I think like there's a lot of behavior that is excessively tolerated by them and it's just it's hard to they ain't gonna listen they ain't gonna go to therapy they mama coddled it they grandmama coddled it 
their granddaddy coddled it. You know, like everybody has coddled this behavior that is almost like impossible to make them not be a, a menace to society. You know, like how do you do you stop them from being a menace to society? So accountability is a big thing. Um, and I would love, I'd like to see it. I would love to see accountability. Um, and I, I feel like it's somewhat, and it's so crazy because even in black Twitter, like you'll have black men who have all these tweets like, yeah, you know, black men need to hold themselves accountable. Like, you know, our sisters are, you know, we'll like shoot out some facts. Like, yes, black women are dying. And a lot of them, like when it's domestic violence. Permission, permission, right. You know, and so like black men are talking about this, and you know what? Another black man, another black man will come out and tweet him and be like, "Shut up, you simp! Shut up!" And hit him with a hard er, and he don't get to say that. Anyway, it's not about. Me. But I'm just saying that like it's crazy to see it because I'll see it in real time and I'll be like, "Is this the Russian bot they were talking about, or is this?" Because the Russian bots do be there. They be trying to figure out the Trump bots do be popping on the internet if you ever see some shit that just don't make no no sense at all it's a Trump bot cause you be like what you try to figure out you like dang is that the slang or where are they from it's not you boo it's they don't understand it that's Trump that's the algorithm but that's side note that's the crazy thing about African American vernacular cause you just can't break through you have to really understand it you know like you can't just it's an internal rhythm it is definitely an internal rhythm and like for me living in so many like little different areas around like the south learning i just the whole east coast period like learning the different dialects and all of the areas whoo baby it is it's fun it is very very fun new New orleans is my favorite black place and baltimore and baltimore baltimore I don't know. I'm not gonna keep doing it. But okay, yeah. Back to back to you, Sid. Back to these niggas. So um, <laughs> here we are live at these niggas. So I yeah, I just I'm ready to let them go. I'm I think I'm ready to cancel them. I've been ready. When are they ready? It's not that simple, Sydney. You cannot cancel a genre of people. <laughs> Put the mic down. <laughs> cannot cancel a genre of people the only thing you can do is find peace within yourself about how you're gonna act and what kind of energy you're gonna try that's all that is them crazy lame ass niggas they don't even fuck with me because i'm my energy don't even attract them you know let's see that's real because i and i don't want you know the rich black king that's waiting on me to think that like i'm not ready I'm also ready to trick that money off. Um, that, those are two. I'm ready. It's anonymous. If you're here and he's here, it's only a matter of time. Yes. So, um. The but, frequencies will align, girl. Listen, when it's time for the frequencies to cross, they will, girl. Just keep your heart beating. That's it, girl. Listen, I've been on my spiritual guru shit. I know people be like, let's see what the fuck you talking about. But I've really just been like, is I'm and y'all know since episode one of Catnip, I've been talking about your narrative shift, how you talk to yourself, things that you say to yourself, what thoughts you think, stuff that you say over and over and over and over and over. And I'm just like, I'm just really just the language that is producing is just so beautiful. Like 
I'm just, ugh. Call me Bagatha, because I am waist high in my bag. Like, here's the bag. It's tied up around my very thin yoga made waist, you know. And it's just a good life, bitch. It's just a good, it's a swell life. You know what? Speaking of meows and meow, we need to check in with the tomcats and the kittens. Aww, it's almost cuffing season. What season is this? It's September. Oh my God, this would have been cuffing season. We would have been having tryouts in August. This would have been like the little tailgating situations and the Sunday brunches where you choosing up and whatnot. Like, I mean, technically all of that shit is still happening here in Atlanta. But, <laughs> but for the rest of America who may or may not be doing the same thing, you know, you got to figure out your way around this. Now is the time to hit up your friend and be like, yo, you should hook me up with something. Now is the time to have relationship advocates, but don't ask a friend that's like extra divorced and broke and like slept, did like a hundred cheatings and like, you know what I'm saying? Like don't ask the fucked up relationship friend. But like now it's the time to be like, yo, my man, like, you know, like set me up with a little, you know, a little razzle dazzle. Like, let me know what's happening for the winter time. You know, give me something cuddly, you know, like, Make sure she make lemon peppers. I don't know. These are just suggestions so you can have something to hump on throughout the winter time because it is going to be a cold COVID winter and you're either going to be jacking off dogs like Joe Budden or you're going to be humping bitches that you got from a good advocate. Like, it's, it's your world, my nigga. I'm living great regardless. Sydney, back no. to you. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, no no one is telling anybody to jack off the dogs. No. Still not saying that. Still not saying that. Totally not an advocate of that whatsoever. Leave that dog's dick alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never heard anybody say that because we should not have to tell a dog that at Damn right. Nobody, you make us come up with new like old lady phrases. Like, don't let her on my good ass out. Leave that dog dick alone. Like, don't look at, don't stare dog dick in the Don't look a gift horse in the dick, Sydney. They're gonna be saying it with the dog. Now. Shout out to Kelly from Insecure, who was easily the best character of this last season of Insecure. But honey, she blessed my little memory when she said, don't you dare. She said, don't look a gift horse in the dick. And everybody, except for me in this world, has their eyebrow a bit imbalanced. And I totally understand and receive what that means. So thank you, Kelly, for being a beacon of light. <laughs> Shout out to Kelly. She's easily one of the best. But listen, so it is cuddle season, not cuckle season or cuddle season or what else Lexi was trying to say earlier. But you do need to make sure, <laughs> you do need to make sure you're on the same page when it comes to COVID, okay? Because some people are like, I'm totally inside, I'm not doing none of that. Some people are like, hey, I'm down to go out if we are social distancing. So um, be on that same page with your boo. Um, and also, it's not too late to be trying these niggas out. You know what I'm saying? So just all the same with the supply. Um, 
if you still yeah if it's the boyfriend that the loving boyfriend who tricks if that's what it is that you want don't settle nothing less than nothing less than oh no this the year this the year that you could easily do my bad go ahead Sydney. I forgot the girl. I don't know how, how to act now that, now that I can talk to people. <laughs> I'm doing this. Okay, go ahead. I'm just. But now, what were you saying? Oh, I was just whispering into the universe. What? That, that's what I felt. Oh, Sydney was looking for confirmation. No, that's aligned with that shit. When two hands touch and agree, bitch. When two hands touch and agree, mm-hmm, you claim that blessing. If you want that big cock. For 2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2021-2
because yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be warm it's gonna be nasty but if you ain't killed you ain't do what you're supposed to do because Chiron was in retrograde then you setting yourself up for some bullshit so just make sure that you broke whatever was supposed to be broken and that you ain't a broke motherfucker you know what I'm saying and you can have like a really good you know a really good you know red bone winner and it could be good Like a winter time with a nice thick red bone that can like fry chicken and like have good weeds and or like a red bone guy that's like kind of stocky like he work out regularly but he eat good too like his caloric intake matches his like workout and like he got a good job and like some you know some real estate you know what whatever color people want their boots to be I hope they find it. I'm a red bone, so I typically am the highlight of a wintertime, so. Oh, I see, I see. Who's less about you guys? Who's much more about me? I see. Don't be offended. It wasn't about you at all. <laughs> do you have any advice? Like, what do you want these motherfuckers to do for the wintertime? I want them to wrap that shit up, you know, like. Boom, yes. Wrap it up. Like, don't get caught up in the moment. Like, it's cold, people are dying. Like, please, please, respect your boundaries. Honor your boundaries. Let that shit be known. Because it's, it's no more playing with small, not in 2020, not in the middle of the pandemic. So, look, we got to listen to that. So, a little bit of background. Let me bring up everything. Okay. We got a listener letter. And this is the reason why I wanted to name this episode Broke and Broken. Because it's all about breaking curses and breaking generational uh, cycles and shit like that. And this person thinks that they have a real root on them, right? Because they think that they're like... They feel like they're cursed with the cycle of only meeting people that they already know, but somehow they've forgotten about. And it started off like only meeting people from like like a hometown. And then, where is this person from? They're from San Diego, push through. Um, only meeting people from San Diego, like, and Okay, so they were trying to stop dating people from back home. Cool. And then it jumped to, they got on that, the little dating apps. They got on Tinder and saw that they were, they matched with two or three people. Wait, four people that they already knew. But somehow they had forgotten about these people. And they knew them from various ways, like dating, like school, like college, like, like just random hookup, like. Which, which is consistent, you know, because it's like, at least, at least she got the same type. But, um, but she felt like she got a root because she'll never know who these people are no more. But they dead ass know who she is. And it's like, ugh, haha, you know me type energy. So, I don't know. What do you think, Sydney? What are your thoughts? That is I feel bad for her. I feel like she needs some, like, ginkgo biloba or something. 
I mean, that is weird because I feel like when I am on dating sites here in LA, I see a lot of people from Georgia. And not even, okay, so yes, people from Georgia and like maybe from Atlanta, but there's people from Savannah, specifically from Savannah. Or you like think the, the, the next Statesboro. So you think it's more or less the algorithm on the dating apps and less of like a curse? Because this oh, sounds a little cursish, but. <laughs> I mean, granted, I don't know, like, I won't know these people, but I mean, like, if I go look them up, I bet there's only two, three people in between us, you know? Like, you know, they say there's like six people in between, so. Right, six degrees of separation. There you go. So, I mean, I'm sure, um, you know, we, you know, we could have been somewhere at a, somewhere at a Savannah party or like at one of the white frat club parties at the German house. Um, that is a possibility. But. Oh, that was on Atlanta. What was? Um, I feel like the German house, wasn't it? Oh, you know what? They did, they did do like a, a white frat party, uh, club party night at, on Atlanta. I, that definitely reminded me because shout out to Dre, because we would, get we would have a good time and we would go to the German the German club or whatever anyways the white they have a toga party girl and they be playing a little music they had a Halloween party what what advice would so I don't know meeting these same people you know like but I mean I would advise to, to but I guess if you don't realize she must not be knowing who they are until they start talking yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think sis needs to at least do a spiritual bath and go get a reading because you might got a little baby root on you. And that's cool. It happens. Um, but honestly, what is this telling you? Like, these people weren't memorable to you. So I wouldn't feel bad or like, it's clear that these people didn't mean anything to you because you don't remember them which is fine that shit happens but it also means that you gotta slow down making connections with people that you ain't really trying to remember so it speaks more to like your intentions of like all right that's cool that sometimes you just be out like you get attention like you know whatever whatever or people know you and it's like "Eh, i'm not really interested but it's like somehow these people know more about you than you know more than you know about them so like you didn't really take time to get to know them maybe asshole or like maybe they wasn't talking about shit like and some people be boring some people be the asshole it's cool every situation is unique i'm just saying if you running into a bunch of people and they know everything about you it meant that the whole interaction i'm assuming that the entire interaction was spent talking about you the whole time like I mean, but like, okay, so and granted, you don't have to remember everybody. Don't let the don't let the enemy force that on you. If you do drugs like I do drugs, you cannot remember everything. If it's not written down, it didn't happen. That's unfair. Hmm? Be, you know, so maybe like you said, not everyone is supposed to be remembered, and like it wasn't a true connection. So don't. Oh, Lexi and I was talking about this. It's like just trusting our past selves. You know, if something didn't hit with past Lexi. Then like it just didn't hit, you know, like yeah. now all of a sudden they have they are able to, you know, reach out to, you know, homegirl San Diego because it could, definitely could be the algorithm. 
It could be the algorithm. Switch up your algorithm. Maybe clear your, your cookies. Get 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 rid of the you cookies. Know what, else? what else? Now what you can do, uh, at least with yeah, I feel like a lot of the dating apps because of COVID, you can put your you can change your location. So like, you know, if you if you look at if your location is like Atlanta, maybe you change it to I don't know, like Decatur or like the new city over. I don't know, somewhere where you're, where where you'd be exposed to new people. To be honest, up your settings. You can do that. You know, it's things you can do. But what it's saying is, it sounds like you need to do something different because it sounds like you're kind of running in a circle. Like these are people that you're haphazardly running into. You forget about it, move on because it was just like a transition interaction as opposed to an, an intentional interaction. You know what I'm saying? Like. Some people is like the wings that you eat at the restaurant, and some people are the travel wings that you eat on the way home. Like, does that make sense? Like, that feels very clear. I think like it's okay to like run into paths, you know, especially like you know, like I mean, I don't know how big San Diego is, but I feel like it may be like relatively small compared to other cities. So I feel like that could be normal, and not only that, like, like it's okay. I forgot what's. Oh, I was gonna say I personally I set my location to be in three different cities. Oh, I had I one in like Nigeria. I don't know what maybe. <laughs> oh, Nigeria, Atlanta, and um, I don't know, I feel like North, like North Hollywood. Because I was just like, serious. Okay, what happens? I'll talk to now. Why the fuck not? So, you know, also, I am also a fan of dating outside your city. So, that could also be exciting. Or something to do. Get flew out, bitch. Get flew out in the wintertime. A nice wintertime fly out is awesome because you can pull up in like the long steel wool coat. You know what I'm saying? With the overnight bag and like the thigh highs. Like you can turn something, you can turn nothing into something on the weekend like that. I'm just, you know, sis. Hypothetically, these are things that you could do, you know. And we all in the house. We all in the house pussy anyways. Like you can build, like we can FaceTime. FaceTime dates are definitely a thing right now. Um, Dick appointments are real things now. Set my calendar. You set your calendar. We're going to Zoom it. That's it. You know, like, listen. You, for, you, wanna Zoom, listen. you can record. You can make them look tight. Just whatever. Keep it playing. Be creative. Get tested. Stay safe. <laughs> Please see the tape from earlier, okay? Right. Alright, so piggybacking kind of off the listener letter, I just wanted to kind of like go through what I think is some cool steps to breaking the cycle. And I broke it down into four steps. And I don't know if I'm nobody, I'm just a real nigga from St. Louis. Like, you figured out how you want to. But these are my ideas, right? So the first one is to acknowledge. Acknowledge that this is a pattern of behavior. I've done this before. I've done this plenty of times before. I've done this hell of times before. So, funny story, rabbit hole. We're at Rolling Loud last year, me and Sid, and we walked past some strangers, and they were talking about something, and Sid says, Lexi, they're talking about XYD. Do you want to go talk to them? And I said, I don't talk to strangers. And I really meant in my heart, like, that I don't talk to strangers. And 
a split second later, I was like, bitch, you always talk to strangers. What the fuck do you mean? So that was me. You always talk to strangers. It wasn't just you by yourself. <laughs> I just, I just was like, I don't know why in my head, I just believed that I didn't talk to strangers for that eight eighth of a second because like we spent the whole weekend swindling strangers and it was because I was initiating the conversation but the point of this story as we climb back out of the rabbit hole is that we are learning to acknowledge our behavior the behavior that you're seeing the behavior that you're creating and how it feels like because sometimes we have destructive behavior like Sometimes we go and do messy shit because it makes us feel good, but it's the same messy shit that we do to self-sabotage. Like sometimes we pick pleasure over pain and sometimes we need to deal with the pain so we can have genuine pleasure. But we go and we take the cheap tricks, the little quick fixes, the little the little escapisms and the distractions and we go that route because that's our pattern of behavior. But it's like, all right, give yourself enough time so you can stop and see like, yo, I have a decision that I get to make with my own behavior. I can go this way because this is something new, it's something different, it's something better. Or I can do what I always do. I can repeat the same cycle. It's up to you. So, from there, I recommend that motherfuckers just stop. Don't do anything. If you know you usually call up your hoes when, like, shit, shit get, get nervous or whatever, shit get anxious, like... Put your phone on do not disturb for the night and go to sleep. You know what I mean? If you know you have self-sabotaging thoughts and you you do you drink too much before big events, like stop. Give yourself a minute to say, hey, this is what I, this is the shit that usually gets me in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you think, sis? I mean, that's you're right. You do have to acknowledge anything before you before you go on any path you have to acknowledge like okay this is what i'm doing this is the pattern that i'm creating um so stopping may be hard just behaviorally because like when you can do you can do stuff dry turkey but it or maybe hard. like but maybe instead of maybe not stop maybe more a pause like take a second to just like pause or like Mm, is this like a reflection? I'm not saying cancel. Yes, it's more reflection than anything. Like, give yourself enough time to reflect on where you are. Like, you're acknowledging it's a behavior. You're acknowledging this is what you do. But it's that moment where you get to, like, really sit with it and be like, okay, mm-hmm. hey, which direction do I want to go? This is what I typically do. I see this behavior in my family. I see this behavior in people mm-hmm. that I don't like. You know, where is this resonating and coming from? You know what I'm saying? And that's why the next one was think. Like pause and think sit with yourself meditate be quiet you don't have to call anybody the answers are inside of you write if you need to journal if you need to cry listen to your favorite music see what words and language and and communication you're hearing that's resonating with where you are and where you're wanting to go right what do you think that's real like i think that's the hardest part for some people is being still like, I don't know, like, back when shit was open, I would go to yoga class. I went to one class, and I was so frustrated because I could not 
finest stillness that I just know I'm gonna get from a yoga class. Like, and it was like a, it was a, uh, it was a, um, a really nice one. But I just couldn't. My mind was just thinking about, oh, well, once this is over, once this is over. Um, it's hard to then be still, and it's because, like, you know, I feel like as a community, we haven't really sat to be still. Like, you know, we've always, it's always something that's been more important to prioritize. Mm-hmm. So, um, meditating, like. You and my sister told me this, but like when you wake up those minutes, like meditating those minutes and like, what does that mean? It's just really laying there and just observing, observing your thoughts. Don't be like critical, just observe what you see. Like really, that's really what the meditation is. Yeah. Like for me, morning meditation is those last lingering minutes to where my subconscious is like fully, full at blast, like dumping all of the astral plane gifts and then like, my subconscious is able to like catch it enough to be like this is what you were dreaming about and this is how it made you feel and what is the first thing that you can be grateful for this morning like it sets the tone for how you want to feel about yourself and like how you want to talk to yourself and prayers to other people and just prayers over whatever your priorities in your business are before you like get up and get active so yeah I'm thoroughly enjoying meditation I've been playing frequency music as I go to sleep at night and man the dreams I cannot tell you what my dreams are just yet because I'm not really sure what they are they're so like out of words but it's been a real purging experience it's dope I'm enjoying it no you're not enjoying it no I'm not I'm just I'm are you not entertained <laughs> I'm seeing my little curl bounce. But yeah, I, I would have tried. I did go to not go to sleep, but I did try meditating um, when I was participating in the Black Lives Matter Yoga Rock Rock Yoga. Black Lives Matter Yoga Rocket rock, yes. Training. Training. Rocket Yoga. I was doing that with the with the uh, symbol. Right, shout out to them for creating that space. But like with the singing bowls, I would meditate. So that was really nice. So. um and that's just really good, a really po- uh, proactive way to stay tuned the fuck in. Because if you are constantly meditating, then you know like what that you you that internal voice is strengthened basically. So the more you meditate, the more you get to really listen, validate that voice, and like apply it when you need it throughout the day. Hell yeah, I love it. You just I don't know like that whole concept of like reshaping your narrative, talking to yourself better loving on yourself like is once you get into the habit listen right that shit feel good right that shit feels so fucking good to just love on yourself like the way we be talking to everybody else and showing everybody else all this good energy and oh let me get up and make you some breakfast oh let me fuck you real good oh let me let me do all this shit so you could wow 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 and it's like bitch when you start doing that shit to yourself when you start doing that shit to yourself, you get up and make your own self. Like, Grinch. bitch, bitch, let me tell you, it's a good ass time. Get you some, get you some self-love, get you some self-care. We showing you how to break these old useless ass cycles so that you can make more space for the shit that you like doing. You don't have to do the shit that you don't want to do no more. Like, in our first episode, I love Uno to death. And that's one thing that he stresses. I do not do what I don't want to do. 
And that's such a profound statement because how many times are we doing shit against our own will, against our own volition, against our own boundaries and honors and moral codes and pay grades and and IQs and intellectual growth and spiritual growth. How many times do we do shit against our own bodies and our own spirits and shit? Stop. You don't have to. You can stop whenever the fuck you're at just broke down how to stop repeat that shit oh and the last step okay so you stop you think but then you act so we kind of touched on it with like how it's gonna feel afterwards but it's like first off be forgiven to yourself you did what you thought was best at the time cool now you get an opportunity for growth to do something new do something dope that's an that's a blessing and then Take a step back or shift gears. Whatever different action you want to do, do it. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's going to take time. It's going to take like, it's going to, you know what I'm saying? Like learning how to make peace with the fact that we all do fucked up shit. And that this was your opportunity to do something fucked up. Like make peace with that. You can't go buy peace. You can't order peace. You can't, you can't communicate peace. Peace is something that you settle within yourself for yourself by yourself. And that's you saying, like, you know what? Situation is how it is. I'm not going to suffer from it no more. So whatever I need to do to move forward, that's my new focus. Instead of staying in this place of, I fucked up. Okay, cool. We all fucked up. And then what? You know, in the great words of Manny Fresh. And then what? You know, so back to you, sis. Yes, I, I 100% agree because you have to get over the hump of forgiving yourself. A lot of times we cannot forgive ourselves. Like we like, and I notice it even with my thoughts. Like I was thinking about something and then like that, like a thought will come in and it is this proactive. Like, oh, I'm not going to even acknowledge that. Like, that's not real. That's not real. I've already forgave myself. Um, and you know what? Challenging you to look outside of different ways of self-care. This is another true method of self-care. Forgiving yourself. Letting it the fuck go. And now, what are you going to do differently? Um, last night, I went to bed, like, on time for one of, like, the best things. For the, like, the first time in a while. And I was like, bitch, I'm just so bad. I listen to myself now. I just, I go to bed when I stay go to bed. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's so good to honor my boundaries and myself. Yes. So, you know, like, once you get in the habit of truly doing that and then having other people get in that uh, habit also... So, but you, you have to act. Act is definitely the last step. Um, and like, make it intentional. Wake up and be intentional with it. Yes. And you notice none of the stuff that I said had anything to do with acting about anybody else. This is all how you treat yourself. This is how you break your cycles. You can go down the list and call people and apologize and all this shit. Or you can just accept that it was some fucked up shit and move on. Um, <laughs> you know, like, you don't have to go and do this performance, this walk of shame. You ain't got to be Cersei in the, you know, on the way to the Red Keep in Game of Thrones. You don't have to do any of that shit. Like, just make fucking peace with it. Decide that it's not going to dominate your experience. And that that's a dope thing um i don't know i hope i hope that you get something out of this i hope that my san diego bay i hope that she gets something out of this if nothing else baby girl take some ginkgo biloba so you can remember your hoes maybe get a black book maybe we need to go retro and get like a holodex 
I don't know. It's really hard not to remember. And most importantly, it is okay not to remember everybody. It is okay. The internet is is deceptive, and it it is swindle. There are Trump bots everywhere. D- d- don't make the Trump bots, you know, mislead you. So, have faith. That's all I have to say on that. Go <laughs> bird. But shout out to you. Thank you for providing yeah. letting us know what how, like what ends up happening. You know, like for real. But but release that responsibility. You don't have to remember all these motherfuckers. And depending on how old you are, you probably met a lot of motherfuckers. It's okay. And if you are even somewhat a bad bitch, you met a lot of uninterested people that wanted your attention more than you wanted theirs. So Free, free drinks, free weed, free shrooms, free pills. Who gave me free drinks? No. Oh, y'all can see me. No. <laughs> if I even, I'm not even about. Listen, I don't. I'm not making space for that in my mind. Nope, not enough room. My mental cupboard is full. Sorry. Uh, moving on to the next topic. Are you broke broke? As in financially broke. As in no money. No unemployment. No SBA. No PPP. No, 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 no moolah. No dinero. You know? Are you broke broke? I am not broke. I am a rich bitch and I will be treated as such. Hmm. Bitch, 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 soft. Rich bitch, mm-hmm. like a rich bitch, cool. Listen. So look, so my people made me laugh the other day because I guess one of the little homies got a job, and they was like, "All right, you got this little job." And what we always say to each other? All right, now go ahead and make your money. Don't let it make you. And I just died laughing because I'm Players Club just came back to Netflix. I think that's been one of my Rona Escape movies that I watched. Because Lisa Ray, yes, thank you. Um, so many quotable lines. Thank you, Ice Cube. I'm personally offended that the real villain of the movie was like being a lesbian, but niggas wrote this, so I can only expect but so much. But that big conversation really was like, all right make this money don't let it make you so it's like we need to re-examine our relationship with money are you a slave to your dollar or are you are you using your money as a resource to fund the life that you want to live like where you where you at you know and what are you doing like i know i always talk about money on the show um one of my favorite money people is the broke black girl on instagram like sis got money like i should have had on this episode since it was called broke like Sis has money thought out well. Like, she knows what she's talking about when it comes to money. So, follow her on Instagram. Sis from St. Louis. Big money things. But, for real, we got to talk about money. So, Sid, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Well, you definitely have the budget. Budget. Budget for the stuff you want. Like, (laughs) we're in a fucking pandemic right now. What are your necessities? What do you need and what don't you need? Like, I was just telling Lexi, like, so I was just telling Lexi how much I do enjoy getting my nails done, but right now it's just not a necessity. 
Like, I just, it's not necessary. But I do enjoy it. So, so much people, hey, even if I do get my nails done, sometimes I'm rough, I can break the nails, and I just don't have that leisure of just pulling up now to the nail salon. Like, hey, can y'all fix this little nail? I'm telling you, no. You know, like, I just can't, can't do that no more. So I was telling Lexi that um, I want to dabble in, you know, like acrylic nails, maybe some powder nails. Cause I feel like the powder nails are really strengthening my nails. Um, but anyways, but I, but the point of, of doing that is so that I'm not spending so much money on getting my nails done because I enjoy it. Like I can like build a hobby out of it and you know, I can yeah. make that work. <laughs> But it's just like taking the things that we would have just frivolously spent money on, like even making our favorite Starbucks drink, um, picking up breakfast, what we would have picked up on the way to breakfast, like, I mean, on the way to work for breakfast, like eating out. Um, I mean, and let's be clear, it's not just a medical pandemic, a illness pandemic, it's a financial pandemic too. So you should be saving money because we don't know how long this is going to be happening. And you should be paying off your debt as best as you can, like in the best ways that you can. Like if we in the house and you in front of the computer, you can have all kind of online businesses. I know some people is like, that's just not my thing. That's just my... Listen, if there are ways to make money, you got to stop telling yourself what ain't going to work. Like, that's just, that's for real. And the way we be sitting around consuming, roll, scrolling through our phones, you can post about something where you can make some money. Like, And it's like for other business owners and entrepreneurs, like this has been such an exciting time because all bets are off. Right. So you said the only person you can bet on is yourself. And like this year has been really fun because it's pushed me to like really develop business concepts that like I was just dilly dallying and pussyfooting for you know one like I get to it and it's like life as I knew it stopped and I'm looking around like what the fuck you know and how my plan was to have done everything was like ripped to shreds God was laughing at me like haha you ain't see COVID though you know, and it was just like, all right, let me pivot real quick. So, like, eliminating that broke mindset means that you have to bring in a pivoting, flexible, adjustable, be like water mindset. You got to be excited to go with the flow of the environment. Like, and understand what part of the environment you play. You ain't got to sell bundles. You ain't got to sell, like, waist trainers and, you know, herbal powders or whatever but figure out what your bag is you know like whatever that is girl I don't care it could be from OnlyFans to making resumes I don't give a fuck it's so many ways to just restructuring how you interact with money because we can't just go throw it around or more use it like you know to justify our lives and our schedules like oh I have a manicure oh I have a massage oh I have to go I have this class oh I have I do that oh I have this where we spend money to like account for our time and our schedules like all that shit all that is off so get creative get active get into yourself like do some fun shit please please for the love of God <laughs> if you haven't yet during COVID, this is a great time to just really explore. I mean, oh, yeah. whatever money you would be using for like going on trips or nail salons or whatever, like, I would want you to try not to use any money for self care and see what you come up with. There's so many ways. It's like going on walks. I mean, 
if anything, paying maybe to park somewhere so that you can go see the motherfucking mountains. Or like, that is worth it. You know, like, truly, a different for real invest in some vegetables so you can feed your personality you know huh start growing some peppers you know what i'm saying grow you some peppers and some basil so you can see some your food you know like do stuff that's going to create something more but like in business you have like we look at how some money some money is investment and some money is a sunken cost Meaning that after this money is spent, it brings no more value to your life. You won't, it won't produce any more money. There's no more profits associated. Once the money is spent, the money is spent. And I encourage y'all to really look at y'all bank statements and see how many sunken costs you have each week versus how many investments and savings and debt payoffs and bills that you have in your life. I'm, I'm pretty fucking sure that if you ain't like real active about it, it's hella stuff in there that's just like gone money, gone ass money. And you're like, well, I can't go to Jamaica. You can't go to Jamaica because you ate your trip to Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, Popeyes is not going to get you through college in any way, shape, or form unless you work there. You know, so if you pulling up to the Popeyes every day, as much as I love some beloved Southern fried chicken, it's just a sunken cost. And it's not good for you. And you know what? Like Sid said, I make better fried chicken at home. She didn't say that, but she was saying she has said that. Because it is true. Let's be clear. Circle back. That was true. But also, the idea of taking something that would have used to be, that would have been a sunken cost, meaning me pulling up to the Popeyes, spending money on a three-piece with some barbecue sauce and a, you know, a strawberry soda, or learning how to fry my own chicken at home, which I have learned during the coronavirus, and I am the new competitor for all these motherfucking chicken joints, so Rick Ross, holla at a nigga, because I'm sure I could shut down the wing stop. Maybach Music, Sid, what are your thoughts? Uh, I too enjoy Lexi's wings. Um, <laughs> you know what? Like for real, like try something different. Everybody knows that air fryers are like the new easy bake ovens of our generation. <laughs> the new, um, the new Dorn Like there's so much fun. I saw I TikTok. Love I saw TikTok of somebody making uh, pancakes in the motherfucking air fryer. So they're just, just right. Like it was cool. Like they basically had um, the little high foil pan at the bottom and then they separated the uh pancake with saran uh not saran what's that paper called not saran wax paper wax paper bitch Oof. Anywho, stay tuned i may try that may, maybe not yeah um, we'll see, we'll see. Um, or not but anywho be creative. Don't count anything out. If anything, you by doing that, you count yourself out. So don't do that. Break that laziness. Break that feeling like money is the only way to have stuff. Do something. Use a muscle. Use two muscles. People are dying. They Use some elbow grease. They you know? opportunities you could. So. Hmm? so people are dying. They wish they had opportunities that like we could explore. For real. I think so. Okay. So before we go, 
because we only got a few more minutes. Right. I just need to give high praises, high finger snaps, hallelujahs to down in the valley where them girls get naked. Like P motherfucking valley, P U S S Y pussy valley, Uncle Clifford show with the strippers is one of my favorite shows. Sydney has now watched it so she can rejoice with me and not be an outcast. So I would like to relinquish the floor to you. Oh good, everyone saw me robot. It was such, okay, so yeah, the, the show was just so good. Um, shout out to Mercedes, cause that ass. I just really enjoyed Mercedes' character, I feel like. Um, everybody was dope. I, it was such a good show and I, so I remember telling Lexi like, oh, who the light-skinned dude on the show? Lexi like, there's no light-skinned. Um, Diamond is a light-skinned. And two, Isaiah Washington is on that show. He's the mayor. <laughs> is that Isaiah Washington? Yes. He's like, he is on that show. Yes. I thought that was somebody else. His homophobic, promoting ass bitch. That is just. <laughs> Girl, you're right. I know, bitch. <laughs> that is hilarious. I didn't know, bitch. I learned something new today. And this is a different type of uh, character he plays. We were talking about this last week because, like, he always plays the very pretentious doctors, and now he's playing. The pretentious mayor. Okay, the pretentious cool. With golden, a southern pretentious mayor with gold in the mouth. With, you know what? It's dying. the gold tooth that's getting me. Maybe he he aged right onto like an old southern nigga very well. He doesn't look that tall in this show either. He doesn't. It's so. This is. It's so much going on that I just wasn't expecting. I wasn't, girl. If that would have been like, if I was at like gunpoint and it was like, who the fuck played the mayor on P-Valley? I wouldn't have been able to say Isaiah Washington. I wouldn't have said it. It wouldn't have happened. I just would have, that would have been it. Damn. I'm glad I know now. Okay. But back to Uncle Clifford and his show. I loved all of the other characters. But I was totally 100% here for the non-binary Sex scene having wig wearing, thigh high boots keeping, lipstick popping, Korean speaking while you get up your nail filling, nigga ass Uncle Clifford. Like, oh my God, that was so much fun because we don't get to see stuff like this on television. And it happens in real life. There are so many dope people out here that's like Uncle Clifford's, and we don't get access to them because. Up until 2020, it wasn't time for that. And I'm just loving that the can is just cracked the fuck open and that the non-binary character on the show is the one with the most sex scenes in the whole show. Like, how do you talking about sucking and fucking? Clifford was the only one sucking and fucking. It was you, Clifford. You were the only one sucking and fucking. And, it, and you know what? I hope that for all the little all the up and coming non-binaries that even if you don't see yourself see something as vivid and as dope and as confident and as complicated as Uncle Clifford is and strive to be 
just like that or better like get excited because this is the visibility people were that they were trying to tell us about what's happening in polls you know what i'm saying like to take it back some shows like this is the kind of stuff that they were trying to ha- see happen with like Pose and Voguing and Paris is Burning and the whole just, ah, the visibility feels so good, bitch. I just feel like it's sun rays all over my nipples. Ugh. And what I also appreciate about the show is that, like, just like you said, they made it very like normalized. Like, obviously, this mm-hmm. um, but like, we got to see a main character, a dark skinned man. Um, like, mm-hmm. like there was just so many levels to it. Oh, and there's something else that really like, like I had to re- I had to replay a lot of certain um, scenes, but I really replayed the scene where um, Little Murder was like, "Yo, I want to take you out," and Uncle Clifford was like, "Yo, where you gonna take me? They just murdered the two bitches down there. Them other bit like them other people are are found up there. Where you gonna take me out? Just to very much be like." Because like I don't think people understand the gravity of like how transgender people like aren't like they're not able to to live. And even um, my sister was in a play last year that her character was she was a girlfriend to this transgender woman, um, or just transgender man. And like my sister's character was like I think murdered. Somebody was murdered, and my brother was watching it. Was like, well, why would like I like I didn't understand why like I didn't understand the happened. But people just truly don't like if you don't see it then like they don't it's not in their world so i think people right. like, like truly a great job of being like this is what the fuck happens every day so shout out to them for the whole team um, down in the valley where them girls get nike ah uh, like the southernness the all the all the female rap songs we got to hear Queen Key, like Mulat, like I, I, I was very, I was very pleased. Then they play hot. It was, it was yeah, they did. They knew what the fuck they was doing. They did. They, mm, mm, that was some impeccable ass shit. So look, y'all, we love y'all. I love the Catnips podcast. It has been so much fun to do like these episodes. We're getting comfortable trying to figure out how to do the video shit. So just bear with some real niggas because we have other shit in real life that we do as professional adults. Okay, so when we're not fucking off with you guys, we're taking care of those things. And we didn't have time to learn how to edit it. So, you know, bear with some real niggas. Um, (laughs) We have like such a dope season coming up we have so many guests lined up that i just gonna have we're gonna have some dope ass conversations like i am so fucking excited to have these conversations and like to just articulate what's really going on right now because like dead ass the shit is getting scarier and scarier and scarier by the minute like at this point if the aliens come pull the fuck up come get me now um so yeah, so Sid, where can you find some real niggas such as ourselves? You can find all the real niggas such as ourselves everywhere. We're on so many platforms. <coughs> we are on our brain. You you need you need a glass of water. You need some moist in your throat for this. You know, for this dissertation. We on Apple Podcasts. We on Pandora. Damn. We on SoundCloud. We're on Damn. Player M, Stitcher, and of course. Catnipspodcast.com. Catnips with a Z at the end, a Z as in. Yes. I don't think that's how that's spelled, but we're gonna throw a Z on it anyway. Um, 
Yeah, we're on everything. Like at this point, we're on like 15 to 20 different platforms. So I'm not gonna waste my time reading off the rest of this list. Just know if you Google the catnips, C-A-T-N-I-P-Z, you will find our asses. And all 40 plus of our episodes, because seasons one through four are live. Um, we love y'all. Send us your bullshit. Tell us what's going on with you. We already know. So, hmm, you might as well get some advice on it. Because um, we're just trying to keep y'all healthy and happy through the rest of the Rona. Um, purred out yoga. Yeah. Coming back. October 2020, I got some big shit planned. We got a lot of shit rolling out. So, if you're trying to, like, really feel this healing motherfucker, then you need to be on the mat. Get on a mat with the real niggas, such as myself and such as my co-host, Sydney, because we are both certified yoga instructors as of right now, bitch. Um, more degrees and certifications than a thermometer. And I think that's everything. Uh, is our uh, heart to minds clear? Yeah, I mean, just keep fucking with us on, like, the gram, you know, on Facebook. Y'all be in the comments. Y'all be in the messages wilding. Um, I'm mad messy. Like we I'm having to kick y'all out the messages sometimes. Yeah, it'd be me. We we have created this safe space for real, for real. So like, shout out to us for doing that. Um, and shout Most out to you for pulling up and being just as wild. So. So until next time, meow. <laughs> Catnip out. Nippers. Meow. Meow. Bye, y'all.